we are going to talk about application. So, every part of Bible study has its particular challenge. The challenge in observation is slowing down and looking at the details. The challenge in interpretation is to gather the details together in a way that you can answer the question, what was the author's main point? That's hard. It's challenging. The challenge in Jesus is to get the big picture, like Shannon helped us to see. How does he, how does he take the place? How does he fulfill? It's getting the big picture and looking at the text through that. The challenge of application, though, is it's tempting for all of us to want to be stimulated by Bible study and informed by Bible study, but not to be changed by Bible study, okay? And my guess is we have all been in Bible studies where you're doing it, you're doing it, and at the end, the leader says, oh, we got like three minutes left, so how should we apply this? And everyone's like, um, it, no one knows what to say, right? That's what happens. And it happens even with good Bible study leaders. Like you spend all of your time doing this, doing this, maybe doing this. Hopefully this is starting to be included. Then you get to this like, I don't have any time. We'll just, we'll make it up as we go. I just want to encourage you that all of these parts are important. And as you lead a Bible study, please don't do the old, you have two or three minutes left. How do you want to apply it? Don't do that. Serve yourself and the others well. And I want to sort of train you how to do that. My, my thinking in this comes off of what uh, James said in his letter. You don't need to turn it. If you want to write down the reference, it's James 1.19. And it says this. Know this, my beloved brethren. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Then he says this. Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. He looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he looks like. So can you imagine waking up here at Focus, and maybe some of you looked in the mirror. I did, okay. But in the morning, you look in the mirror, and you get up, you look in the mirror, and you're like, oh, right? But then you do nothing about that. James is saying it's the same as when we look at the mirror of the word, and we decide to do nothing about it. We should have that same sort of shock. So I want to teach you how to do application. If you look at the top of page 63, another quote from Peter, a knowable word. Figure, remember the repetition, knowable word? You should get that book, okay? If we neglect good application of how we ought to change, we're like foolish builders founding a home upon sand. Thank you. That was supposed to sound sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I took it as, mm, like the Christian. Mm. Okay. We are to be pitied. Mm. <laughs> we give lip service to Christ, but our hearts are far from him. Mm. God wants to make us more like Jesus. Ah. And he won't rest until his word accomplishes that purpose. Ah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sets us up for application. Okay. Application is key that you follow through this process. I really appreciate how Shannon walked us through seeing Jesus in it because it's very tempting to do a lot of work, but then actually to make a passage initially all about us. 
Let me show you. Yeah, bless you. Let me show you how that would work in this passage. This is the poor way to do Bible study. So you go through the different soils, you know, and you're like, okay, so the first soil is apathetic. Like the seed drops and it's immediately taken away. Then you look at your Bible study and you're like, how many of us, we hear a sermon, we go through a Bible study, we walk out of the room and someone says to us, what was that sermon all about? And you're like, I don't remember. (laughs) Then he says, hmm, and some of us are shallow. Like we go through a Bible study like, yes, I'm going to change. And someone asks you the next day, like, how's that change going? You're like, ah, I haven't done anything about it. Then some of us are distracted. It actually looks like we're focusing even now. But how many of us, our eyes are focused, but our hearts are far from us. And then the good Bible study leader would go, and some of us are fruitful. Like we're in the word and we really see change in our life. And then, I've done this in the past horribly. I look at people and go, so which one are you? Like, pick which one you are. Here's the reality. Aren't we all of them? Like, we're all of them, right? So sometimes we're apathetic, and sometimes we're shallow, and often we're distracted, and very rarely are we fruitful. And that's really God's grace. So if we make a passage all about this, we feel stuck. But if we make it about Jesus first, that he's the fruitful one, such that when we're apathetic and shallow and distracted, he's actually working in us through all of that stuff to make us more and more fruitful. So what I want to do today is help us to think through how to have good application. Here's a couple of thoughts. When we get to the stage of application, application, I'll go this way because you guys can't see, three things that come to mind. Our application should be realistic, it should be personal, and it should be measurable. This is what I mean. It should be realistic. Here's an example. If you never spend time in the Word, but you're convicted that you need to, it is probably unrealistic to say, I'm going to get up an hour early every morning and spend time in the Word. It's just unrealistic. It's better to say, you know what? Starting tomorrow, I'm going to spend five minutes in the Word. That's realistic. It should also be personal. It's easy for application to just be vague and general. Well, we all need to spend time in the Word. Yeah, but how do you need to spend time in the Word? You need to make it personal, and you need to make it measurable. Sometimes people, after a Bible study, I'm going to use that Bible study, uh, studying the Bible theme. Sometimes, after a good Bible study, their, their application says, I just need to spend more time in the Word. What's the danger of that? What's the danger of making that your application? Brian. One second more than two seconds is more. <laughs> so three seconds compared to five minutes, what's your, you don't have a measure on that. Yeah, there's no measure. So like what does more mean? So application, I think, is most effective when it's realistic for you, it's personal to you, and it's measurable by you. Such that someone could come to you a couple of days later and go, Tristan, your application was this. How is that going? And you can actually give a reasonable answer to that. Okay? And then I say that because oftentimes we rush application to the end and it just becomes vague. Because unrealistic, impersonal, and unmeasurable. And it's just not helpful at all. And many of us have trained ourselves to do that. Oh, I just need to love Christ more. That's not a good application. Here's another way to think about it as well. Good application hits a couple of different areas of our life. Sometimes an application hits our head. In other words, how we should think differently. 
Sometimes an application hits our hands, what we should do differently. Sometimes an application hits our heart, how we should desire differently. So sometimes a good application is, in the moment of temptation, I need to remember where Jesus says, do not be anxious for anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. That's a head application. A hands application is this. Maybe you've just read um, you know, Matthew 20 where Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself, and you think, huh, I don't like that person across the hall. So every or two mornings this week, I'm going to go out of my way to invite them to have a meal with me. It's realistic, it's personal, it's measurable, it's hands, it's something you can do. And then the heart, the desire one, it's a little bit trickier, but sometimes the application of the passage is this. I'll use the moment of temptation. The moment of temptation, I need to pray, God, help me to realize that Jesus is a greater treasure than what sin is promising me right now. It's realistic, right? It's personal and it's measurable. Did you pray that? And it also hits the heart. Here's a thought. As you guys are doing Bible study, as you're in Bible study, sometimes because of our inclination as people, we tend to gravitate toward some of these. So some of us are very head people. Some of us just want to do things. Some of us more in the heart. A good Bible study, and as you go through the scripture, they're regularly hitting all of those. I actually think our passage in Mark 4, the parable of soils, hits all three of those. There's different applications to that. So this is what I would like us to do. I would like you to break up into your small groups and to think through, now that we've been through the Mark 4 passage, how can you apply it? Simple, right? Maybe your application will be more in the head area. Maybe it'll be more in the hands area, something you can do, or the heart area, a way that you could change your desires. But as you do it, make sure it is realistic. Make sure it is personal. It is for you, not, the, not all of you. And it is measurable. In other words, you will actually know whether or not you did it or didn't do it a certain amount of time from now. Do that, and then I'm gonna give you about maybe 10 minutes or so, maybe a little bit longer. I'll just set a sense where you guys are doing. And then we're gonna come back together, and I want a few of you to have a bravery badge, because you're gonna share your application, and then maybe we'll just help you think about if it could be better, how could it be better? Because we're just training ourselves, right? Does that sound good? Okay, so break up into your small groups and apply the Mark IV passage. Make sure it's realistic, personal, measurable, and think about one of these areas. And then we'll come back and we'll have a few of you be very brave and share, okay? And I'll share mine as well, okay? So I'll give you at least 10 minutes. Go ahead.